the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Central Indiana Today on WYRZ. Your host, Nicole Kendall here. Tonight, I have the pleasure of speaking with Christy Heitker Ewing. She's a local author and Avon resident. I thought she'd be a cool gal to have on the program tonight and talk about her profession and uh, how she got into writing and why she loves it so much. Hi, Christy. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Glad to have you here with me tonight. Now, writing is such a fascinating uh, profession. And so many people, I'm sure when you say that you're an author, you're a writer, you're a columnist, you you have so many roles in the writing world that people get excited to hear that, right? I'm sure that's always intriguing to people. So Mm -hmm. thanks for coming on the program to talk about that tonight. Now, which local publications do you currently write for here in central Indiana? Okay, well, um, for what I think it's been about a year and a half now coming up. Um, I've worked for the Town Post publications, so I want to say we're up to maybe 11 now because we just launched Plainfield and Westfield. You did. So that would include um, Avon, Plainfield, Westfield, Greenwood, Center Grove, Broad Ripple, Carmel, Geist, Noblesville, Fishers, and Jefferson Town Magazine. So you stay kind of busy with just those publications, I'm sure. And And then there's Indie Boomer, which is a separate one, but that's another local one. Okay, very good. And I know you write for uh, many outside of Central Indiana as well, and we're going to talk about that. But uh, Christy wrote an article about me, actually, (laughs) for the Avon and the Plainfield magazines, and I was very impressed with her work and her professionalism, and I wanted to just bring her on this program to really talk about her story and how she got into writing and and uh, in which publication she's affiliated with. So if you love to read, you'll want to check Christy out. Now, Christy, I want to ask, when did you start writing? Huh. Well, it's funny because, you know, you hear this all the time from, from, from people who say, well, the only thing I really ever loved doing, but that's totally my story. Like ever since I was really little, I loved to write. My dad was an accounting professor at Indiana University. And so he used to write accounting textbooks. So I remember being down in the basement where his den was, and it yeah. was a nightmare in terms of its organization. And I used to make fun of him and now my den does not look that much different. <laughs> but I would I would lay down next to him on the floor and I would just grab a, a pile of uh, paper and a pencil and I would just start writing stories. And so when I was little, I would write and I would write comic books and short stories. And, you know, I, I wrote a few novels that I literally even submitted to <laughs> publishing houses oh, when I was wow. like 10 and 12 years old, wow. which I found in, in, in storage the other day. And they're awful. Oh. So it's no <laughs> surprise, you know, because you don't normally get published at age 10, but they were pretty bad. But I, but I think back and I'm like, well, that's kind of cool that I had the guts to do that. That's but that's very all gutsy. I ever loved doing. Yeah, and so that's very cool. Yeah, that's when I started just when I was young. And so I remember thinking in college, could I really make it as a writer though? Like, is that a thing? Like, could I, could I support myself with writing? And so I didn't know. And so in college I went to IU and I made double majored in English and secondary education. Okay. Sort of my fallback plan was to teach (laughs) writing if I couldn't, you know, make a living at it. And so I did that. Um, but I just, you know, I'd found that I could make a living at it. I don't know how much detail you would want me to get into, but I work for a regional educational laboratory down in Tallahassee, Florida for eight years. This is your time. Grizzy, tell us. (laughs) Well, anyway, so that's how I got into it. So I I started writing for this regional educational laboratory. We put out, um, publications for low performing schools. And then in my spare time, yeah, I didn't have kids yet. So I had that 
spare right. time. I don't, we don't know what that's like now, <laughs> yeah, though, right? We don't remember We're what like, that's like anymore. That? But uh, I, I just basically bought myself a copy of The Writer's Market, which is what I tell people is the kind of the Bible for people who want to get into writing. Okay. Be, and I just taught myself how to write a query letter, which is like a pitch letter to magazine editors and stuff. And I mm-hmm. thought, well, see if I can get anything published. Yeah. And, um, and I did, and I, f- I sold my first article. And I remember thinking... Well, when this gets published, I wonder if that'll like sort of quench my thirst for writing. And I'll be like, well, good. I check mark, got that. Or if it's going to make me want to do more. And of course, that's what it did. I'm like, I love this. And this is so exciting. And so, you know, I started doing it, like I said, on the side. And so that was sort of what I did on in my spare time. And then when I had my first son um, coming up on 14 years ago, then I started freelance writing full time. Sure. Well, that's great. And it certainly fills your days. Yes. I mean, let's talk about that, can yeah. we? Because we talked about some of the local publications that you're a part of. But um, we'll, I guess, next mention the anthologies you've been a part of. You have quite the list of uh, contributions mm-hmm. you've you've put into books. But what are some of your favorites that you've written? Well, um, I've, I write a lot for the Chicken so- Soup series. And so coming up, I've, I've been publishing eight of those so far. And coming up, in 2018, one in May and one in August. There'll be two more coming up. One is um, The Empowered Woman, and that's coming out in May. And the other one is The Power of Yes, which is coming out in August. And it's funny because I think the the power, uh, yeah, The Power of Yes is the one about, um, I every two years go to the Irma Bombeck Writers uh, Workshop. Oh, I bet that's, that's in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, it's fantastic. It always sells out in record time, like six or eight hours. Oh, <laughs> this, wow. This, it was a workshop. It's very wow. popular. But I go to that every other uh, year, and it's coming up here in April, here in a few weeks. But anyway, um, a couple, the last time I went, I was like, I, I, I was starting to try to like step outside of my comfort zone and start to try to make myself do something that scared me. Right. <laughs> so I would do something here and there. And so, you know, I, I did something a, a couple years back um, where uh, it was called Listen to Your Mother. I don't know if you ever heard of the Listen to Your Mother series, mm-hmm. but okay. So I wrote an, art- uh, an article and auditioned for that show and did the show in Indianapolis. So okay. that was the thing I did that year to yeah, step out of my exciting. comfort zone. And then two years ago, I did. I, I, I decided to perform stand-up comedy at the Irma Bombeck Writers Workshop. Oh, you did. I <laughs> yes. bet that was an experience. Oh, my gosh. It really was. So this article or this story is about my experience of doing that. Well, I think that so, would yeah. be interesting yeah. to check out. <laughs> yeah. That's coming out in May, you said? Yeah, that one, I think, is the August 2018 oh. one. So, okay. yeah. So those are, those are kind of fun. And then... Um, other ones, I don't know. I've written several articles about my mom. She was my best friend. She was awesome. And she died. It'll be five years ago in April. Mm-hmm. And so uh, one of the article or one of the stories was in Chicken Soup was a thanks to my mom. The other one was called Best Mom Ever. So those are probably some of my favorite stories simply because sure. they're about my mom and our sure. relationship. And then uh, other anthologies, uh, just there were a lot of like Christian anthologies um, because I used to do a lot of writing for Christian teen magazines, which unfortunately a lot of those magazines have gone by the wayside and there aren't as many of them, but, um, but it was fun to be able to contribute to some of those as well. Well, and we were talking about that just before we came on the air about that is a shame. Those are the publications that need to be in the teen youth's hands right now is is having that in their life. So that's unfortunate that those have gone by the wayside, but uh, you have certainly got quite the uh, the -hmm. list of things you've contributed to. Now, why do you love it so much? What is it that you get out of it that maybe you didn't think you would get out of writing? Well, you know, um, 
a great example of that would probably be I do I'll, I'll be honest because people do come up to me a lot and say oh I want to I want to learn more about writing tell me about it because I want to be a writer I want to do it too right and I always say well do you really want the nitty-gritty truth of it because because <laughs> I'll, <laughs> <tell know>, <laughs> I'll tell you I mean it is a lot of work but beyond that it you know it doesn't always pay the greatest uh, it's kind of phenomenal how the arts in general a lot of times people expect to get for free or for very little so sometimes it can be difficult to kind of fight for your okay well I'm doing this but I deserve to be paid well for it sure so that's one thing and so it was not it was just even a week or two ago that I was kind of feeling down in the dumps I'm like man I work so hard right but you know I'm doing my taxes right now and this is kind of depressing <laughs> me to remind me oh. how little I've made this hey, last year Christy I'm in radio <laughs> yeah. okay I think I think we kind of understand I each know other. <laughs> I'm speaking to my soul sister here so I was feeling kind of down and you know I feel like sometimes when this happens God sends me a little pick-me-up and so this happened, uh, like I said, I think it was two weeks ago, where out of nowhere I got through Facebook Messenger um, this e- email from a, from somebody that had come across an article that I had written um, for the Huffington Post, okay. which is, ironically, they also never used to pay a dime. That, that's just changed. <laughs> that's just changed, and they're going to start paying. Well, but amen anyway, to that. Yeah, and so I, I'd, written, I'd written some articles. So since I, I didn't do a lot of writing for them, because I'm like, right. I got to focus on the the. the but ones that do pay. Well, sure. It's your career. It's my career Absolutely. and I got to make, make money to feed my children. Nothing but wrong with that. Um, I was like, well, that's okay. I'm going to write about the, the, the subjects that I'm really passionate about. And one right. of my subjects is about um, mental health and clinical depression and suicide, which I know are edgy subjects. A lot of people don't, well, they want to shy away from them because it's awkward and uncomfortable. It's life. It's right? life. It's, it's, but the stigma issues. that surrounds it is what right. keeps so many people from getting help. So right. I've written a decent amount about that subject and so this lady writes me who I've never met before and basically tell her first sentence is something like you're a gift from God or something along those lines and she basically said you know I've read some of your articles on Huffington Post about suicide she's like I was suicidal and the long and the short of it is she basically said I helped turn her life around with some of these stories I mean you know, at that That's point, priceless. you kind of don't care so much about your paycheck. Sure. You're kind of like, okay, God is having me do this for different reasons. You know what I mean? Yes. So. That's probably one of the greatest things, um, you know, is just to hear from somebody, you know, if even just to get a note that says, hey, I love the article, right. makes me feel good because you don't yeah. always hear back from the people. I mean, you made me feel good when you said, hey, I love the article. I that, that's what I want to know because I want people to be happy if I'm writing about them, you know. Well, and what I like so much about working with you here is when you did write the article about me, I said, hey, can we change this and this? Yeah. Because we wanted to make sure the health parts of right. the story were very factual mm-hmm. and you were so professional and said, sure, you know, yeah, of course we can, yeah. you know, we can do that. And so I really liked the way you genu- genuinely wrote that. I think you came across, uh, you couldn't, I couldn't have written it better myself. Aww. And that's always good. <laughs> I know that sounds silly to say, but, but you want when someone writes a story for you to be very genuine and authentic mm-hmm. and correct. And, and so I was very impressed with that. So let's talk about some of the other work you've yeah. done. Uh, I love, I love what you said as to what you gain out of it though, because you're right. It's not always about the money we yeah. make. Mm-hmm. Right. We Mm -hmm. do things in life because we want to do them. And I'm a huge advocate for uh, doing jobs that we just love. Yeah. You know, and if you do what you love, the money comes. Mm -hmm. Right. It's just the Mm -hmm. way it goes. So we we do feel the same about that. But let's talk a little bit about your um, 
articles you've written outside of uh, central Indiana. I know you mm-hmm. started to share some of those, but oh, yeah. maybe if you could list a few, I know you've written over 600 magazine articles uh, just throughout the nation. So maybe share out of some publications that you've worked with before that others might recognize. Sure. Well, I mean, through the years I've written for um, like some pregnancy magazines, there was pregnancy and e-pregnancy um, and then American Fitness and uh, Cabin Living. Well, it was Cabin Life, and then it went to Cabin Living, and then they changed it back to Cabin Living. Anyway, <laughs> it, that's just neither here nor there. I, I did write a lot of articles for Cat Fancy and Cats USA <laughs> and Kittens USA because I'm a big feline lover. You, you love cats. But the yes. funny thing is, you know, the editors were assigning me articles. So I wrote about like feline hip dysplasia and rabies and oh. asthma and all these. So it was kind of, there were like sad stories because I was interviewing yeah. owners whose pets had suffered from these issues. But still, I still enjoyed writing for them. And then, sure. um, yeah, like I said, a lot of Christian magazine. Uh, people pro- probably remember Campus Life magazine. It was around. It was a Christianity Today publication that was around for a super long time. They also changed their name. Now that was probably 12 years ago or more. But they changed their name to Ignite Your Faith. They were around for a while before um, they sadly uh, also no, no longer exist. But that was another one I wrote for all the time. You know, so many print articles mm-hmm. are going by the wayside mm-hmm. just for financial reasons, yeah. just the way the world is right now. So much is digital. And so yeah. that really is a shame. But I'm so proud of you because you just keep pushing and you've got so much work out there. And so I wanted you to mention where your writings are and where they can be located because People could, you know, reach out and and find those articles and and hear more about what you're writing about. So that kind of leads me into my next question. When you're writing, how do you know that a story is going to work? How do you know when you read it and you say, yes, that that has it or no, that doesn't? Like, where do you find what works in your writing? Well, are you talking about the subject or once I've interviewed somebody? Once you've interviewed someone, how do you know? Yes, that's, that's a solid, that's a solid writing. That's so funny you say that because I'll, I'll do a lot of interviews like in the evenings or something when that's when people can talk to me and I'll come out of my den and I'll say to my husband, oh, that's going to be a breeze to to write. Right. Because you can tell, you can almost hear sound bites in your head when people are, you're interviewing, you're like, oh, that's going to make a great story. That's a great anecdote. Oh, I can work that in. And then of course there's those times I'll come out (laughs) I did and I'll say well that's gonna be interesting trying to make that yeah Yeah. (laughs) but you know so some are just the subject matter some people are just have more of a flair for for sharing stories and anecdotes and other people is like pulling teeth but you know again I did most of my I laid the groundwork of my writing career interviewing teenagers so you have to remember (laughs) especially teenage boys and I was interviewing them and so to go from that to interviewing adults and and I loved doing that don't get me wrong because they they're they're sweethearts and it was super fun to do that but it could be very difficult trying to get detail because I know just trying to get details out of my 13 year old son can sometimes be difficult right Right, they want to share what they want to share so um, but yeah, I mean, I, I usually can tell, as you said, as, at once the interview done, oh, because that'll be easy to write yeah. up or that one will be a little bit tricky, but yeah. I enjoy the challenge. You enjoy the challenge. That <laughs> makes right. life interesting, exactly. right? Exactly. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back on the air in just a few moments with Christy Heitker Ewing, a local author right here in Avon resident in Hendricks County. Stay tuned. The new Plainfield UPS is now hiring part-time package handlers for three different shifts, morning, evening, and late night. A weekly retention bonus, pension, benefits, and college tuition reimbursements are available for part-time UPS employees. More information on available positions, online applications, and scheduling an interview can be found at www.upsjobs.com. 
We are back on the air for Central Indiana today on WYRZ. Nicole Kendall here, and tonight I'm interviewing Christy Heitker-Ewing, a very interesting local author who lives in Avon, and we're so glad to have her here on the program tonight. And as we continue our conversation, Christy, um, where do you find inspiration in your writings? I mean... You know, when I first started writing, of course, everyone will say, well, write what you know, right? Like write what interests you and, and that's that's what you pursue. And so that's what I did. And so the first article that I ever published was actually an article about my um, uh, battle with uh, anorexia that oh, I had okay. back when I was 12 years old. And so it was pretty, it was pretty lengthy. I was in the hospital for a month at Riley oh, actually, wow. and got down to like 73 pounds. And so it was pretty, it was pretty amazing that I survived that. But I'm like, well, that would be a good story to tell because sure. I totally know where, where I'm, where, what it's like to battle through that. So that was the first, and actually, you know, you can sell reprint runs. It writes, if you sell, you know, first rights to a magazine and you mm-hmm. don't sell all your rights, then you can sell reprint rights. And this is both encouraging and sad that that story, I think, I mean, that's been published more than any of my other articles multiple times, wow. probably across, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 times oh, it's wow. been published all different magazines. And so that tells you through the years, you know, cause you got to remember that was like the first one I published was like 14 years ago, 15 right. years ago. So, you know, that, that issue still exists. Um, but anyway, that was where I first drew inspiration, as I said, personal experience. And so in the beginning it was just all about, I would write first person stories about personal sure. experience. And I kind of joke about there's literally nothing in my life that has, if I've been embarrassed, yeah. I had an embarrassing story. You I ta- no talk life, about it. Right? I write about it. Right. No, I don't, <laughs> but it's like, I just feel like especially with those Christian teen magazines, it's like, right. listen, I'm going to put it out there. The reality of it. Like I went through this. Sure. I had stage fright when I was in high school, you know? Yeah. I had, I, I, I got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I write about all the different things that teens go through, like to let them know they're not alone. And, um, but even today, you know, so I, whatever it is. So, but these days I probably do more third person stories where I'm interviewing somebody else sure. and I'm telling their stories. But those are my favorite ones to write is the hu- what I call the human interest stories. Sure. Because there again, I just like to share things that unite us, mm-hmm. that people read it and they're like, oh, I can relate to that. Or, oh, someone else is going through that or they get right. it. Or like you said, like, don't feel so alone now ha- after having read that or whatever right. the story may be. Um, so those are the, those are my favorite ones to write. Sometimes they're happy stories. Sometimes they're sad stories. A lot of times they're uplifting. Usually at the end they, they are uplifting in some way, but not always. It just depends. Right. But, um, yeah, those are the, those are the ones that I like to write the most. And I always joke like, yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, you asked me to write something. Hey, I've written about composting toilets. So, you know, don't you know, like if you say this is what I need, I'll pay I'll you this amount, you. I'll do it. And I've done it, you know, so there's not a story that I will not tackle. But in terms of, was that my favorite one? No, probably not. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. So, I mean, I've done a little bit of everything, but those are my favorites. One, I still do a lot of writing for Outreach Magazine. That's a national magazine mm-hmm. based out of Colorado. And that's a fun one to do because I get a chance to interview a lot of pastors and ministers and people that are doing obviously outreach because that's the sure. name of the magazine. And sure. it's cool because, you know, you get to do, you get to interview people that are doing unique things and then it gives you a chance to share that, yeah. you know? So, so the, the first question people always ask me, well, how did you hear about us? Well, how do you know that we're doing this? And, you know, my editor has access to, you know, a database where he can see local um, stories that are mm-hmm. written and then we like to put give it a, a national platform right. so it's fun to like 
put that out there for other churches to say, hey, there's an idea we might want to latch on to. Yeah, sharing ideas is always a great thing. Well, I love your transparency and your (laughs) honesty and the fact that you'll write for other people and tell their transparent stories as well. So I love that you are such a connector, Mm -hmm. you know, that you connect others by by telling your story and other stories. So that's wonderful that you do that. Now, Mm -hmm. what would you tell someone? Because there may be someone listening tonight that says, you know, I would love to write. What she does sounds Mm -hmm. so interesting to me and I would love to do something like that as well what would you tell a writer maybe uh, a younger person who's Mm -hmm. maybe in school trying to figure out life but they love to write or maybe an adult who's had other careers and they say you know I have had an interesting life maybe I should write about that what would you tell those two different types of people yeah well it's interesting because I did go and was on the career panel at Avon Middle School North a couple months ago okay so it was fun me and some other people that were in radio and (laughs) and writing um newspaper and then I was the magazine person and so you're right it is a little bit different that the two audiences of, of what you would suggest that do so in high school or middle school or whatever the case may be I would just say you know get involved in clubs you know d- try to get out there I mean I know I grew up in Bloomington and the Herald Telephone it was called at the time now it's the Herald Times had something called the whole press and so they had something that there was a weekly insert that right. they they would let teenagers submit to I forget I think you got like 10 or 15 bucks an article, but I remember being psyched. I was like, I'm getting paid for my writing, (laughs) you know? And so, you know, I did that, but yeah, it's just all about getting over the fear of rejection because that's something, whether you're 10 years old or 20 years old or 80 years old, you, you know, it's hard to get over the rejection and rejection is a huge part of writing, honestly. And so, you know, to this day, I still get rejected. Obviously I literally got a rejection email right before coming to this program. (laughs) But you know what? It doesn't phase me anymore. Right. It's it's, right. it's like, well, that's just the way it works. And then tomorrow it's a new day. Right. It, and that's the thing. I, you know, the first few times you, you're rejected, it's like, ugh. it's like a gut punch and you take it personally. Now I know the business well enough to know that if a magazine rejects you, it's going to be any number of reasons. Maybe they've run a, a story recently in the same topic. Maybe they've already spent their editorial money for the for the for the right. for the year. Maybe you know they already have plans down the pipeline, or maybe your style just isn't doesn't gel with theirs. There could be any number of reasons. Yeah. Rarely is it because they think you're terrible. Well, and yeah. no could just mean not now. Right. Right. That doesn't exactly. mean no forever. Right. Mm-hmm. But to young people, especially who haven't maybe got out in the working world much, yeah. they take that very personal. Yes. Right? When you're exactly. not used to that. So yeah. I think that's great advice yeah what about someone who's a little bit older who's maybe had life experiences and they're wanting to I mean that's good advice for young or Mm -hmm. you know an an adult that's wanting to make a career change but what are some uh, maybe some resources you could um, share with people who are trying to find their their path in this profession well the number one resources I already mentioned earlier I still think is the writer's market I mean they they do update that every year and um now you know, and that's going to change uh, in terms of what publications are in there. But that's kind of the right. point because this is an ever ebb, ebb and flow field in terms of, oh, that magazine exists today and it doesn't tomorrow. Right. But they have stuff in there about magazines and p- book publishers and all sorts of good stuff. Got the query clinic in there. So it'll tell you, here's what a good query letter looks like. Here's oh, what okay. a bad query letter looks like. And it breaks it down line by line. Sure, that's Literally, helpful. that's how it taught taught myself how to write a query letter. It's not like they teach you that in high school, or at right. least they didn't when I was in high school. So, you know, that, that's, uh, that's the number one resource I would say, but then I would also suggest, um, you know, trying to send stuff into competitions as long as you find out that the competitions are legit because there are right. some fly-by-night ones out oh, there that will know. try to take your money and that doesn't even really exist. Right. But any sort of writer's digest 
competition. There's a lot out there. There's ways to find out, but that's a good way. Now, not that that doesn't mean that's another venue for sure. rejection, but <laughs> it, you might, you know, you might get, uh, earn some success. I know I won one this year for the Epoch Times and it had to do with the in, in, Inspiring the World contest, okay. which was kind of a cool one to, to get. Yeah. Um, it was about an article I wrote about a local uh, organization here called Girls Night In, which is just down the road. It is, yeah. Yeah. And so the the woman that runs that lives in my neighborhood. And oh, so good. I got to know her. And again, yeah. it's like everyone, if you talk to me long enough, you're going to end up in a story of mine. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, Jimmy Lynn, we're going to have to write about this right. story. And it's, it's it is a very inspiring what she does. Okay, I get tangential very easily. No, so that's great. <laughs> that's great. one thing. And then I would say um, attending writing conferences. Oh, okay. Again, they cost money. And sure. so it's so hilarious. Not really. It's sad. But I'll be like, I really want to go to this con- this uh conference but right. I'm a writer and so I can't afford to go to the writing conference right? right so it's like you have to you know maybe pinch and save but the connections that you make first of all and you know in this world it's all about connections and who you that know and, true. and who yes. they might introduce you to and then you know yeah. where will that lead so there's that and then if you find really good writing conferences you yeah. you will learn learn a lot you'll walk away with a lot of great info well and you have to invest in yourself yeah right if yeah. you're really wanting to do anything professionally and you want to be taken seriously yeah. then you have to invest in yourself so I completely agree with you thank you so much for sharing those great tips with our listeners here tonight now I'm sure you have some new work that's coming out mm-hmm. in 2018 you touched on that a little bit earlier yeah. in tonight's uh, program but share with us some things that we can look forward to hearing from you in this year. Sure. Well, I already mentioned the two chicken soup for the soul books that are coming out, but the one that I neglected to mention yet is one called um, Laugh Out Loud, 40 Women Humorous Celebrate Then and Now Before We Forget. (laughs) Okay. So what this was is a compilation of um, a bunch of writers or attendees that had come to the Irma Bombeck Writers Workshop, which I mentioned. Mm -hmm. And so earlier that, well, I guess it was early in 2017, some, you know, a writer there uh, said, you know, I want to put together together uh, an anthology so anyone that's interested in submitting a funny story about aging or anything that you think you know she left it pretty open-ended send it to me and so I'm one of the 40 that got selected so I was very honored because these people are talented and to be in the company of these women is pretty amazing well congratulations thank you that That comes out April 4th and the book will be available on Amazon I'm not sure of the publishing company but people should be able to find it that way. Okay, great. Now, for more information on the writings of Christy Heitker-Ewing, I know you have a website. Christy, will you share that with our listeners? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, a book that I wrote a couple years ago is called Cabin Glory. So because it's so easy to pronounce, people might remember if you go to www.cabinglory.com, that's one way to find me and that'll pop you over. But then also, if you want to go directly to the author website, it's just www.christy, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, Heitger, H-E-I-T-G-E-R, hyphen, Ewing, E-W-I-N-G.com. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. We're so glad to have you on the program tonight. You know, you are a special lady here in the county who you're going out and telling real stories about real people. And that's very inspiring to us here in central Indiana. So thank you for your time and for being on tonight's program. Thank you so much, This has been Central Indiana Today, presented by the Kevin Kersey Agency on WYRZ.